0: All bad things. Tragedies,
1: disasters. That's bad things.
0: Trigger warning for everything possible. What? (laughs) Hello. I'm David. I'm Rachel.
1: And this is All Bad Things. And our audience, our audience,
0: our audience, our audience, our audience,
1: audience? knows what's coming next, don't you?
0: Mm -hmm. audience. Reverse bad thing.
1: Always fun. Mm -hmm. Rachel has been working very hard at school and at her job, which is being a self-employed person, which is not easy. No, not so much. And she's just been whipping out research, and I've been wanting to do this topic for probably like a month, okay. and every time I was going to think of starting it, you were like, I've already started the next episode, so I was just like, okay. But you can
0: always do it, too, because I can I just save it up for a I, future episode. <laughs> I
1: can, but then I get, you know, complacent.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know. Not me. Not me at all. <laughs> so um,
1: the, t- the time finally came where it was, yeah, I need to do this. Give you a break.
0: Housekeeping before we yes move on. I say, well, not really having anything to. Oh no, that's not true. We hit a hundred thousand listens. Yes, total. Which, yes, overall, um, this week and that is we didn't <laughs> pretty
1: fucking mind think blowing that to was me
0: happen. <laughs>
1: if we had gotten a tenth of that, right, I would have been pretty happy.
0: Well, when we had like. A thousand listens. We were just floored.
1: Yeah, yeah. When when we would release the first couple of months that we put this out, when we release a, a new episode, it would get forty to sixty listens the first day. And um, that, that was it,
0: a few months in. Yeah, that's what i It I'm took saying. a little while to yeah. build up to that. Yeah, and then
1: after that, it just mm-hmm. so yeah, a hundred thousand listens. Obviously, thank you to everybody out there.
0: Yes, very, very. Who has very been listening
1: much. to us? Not only listening to us, passing us on as well.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's uh, if. Um, so I brought this up before, but people have um, asked us before if we do Patreon or anything, and we don't. Um, it. We're
1: we're okay financially. Yeah, give your, give this your is money our to hobby. yeah, give like, your money to somebody else. Yeah, to g- a charity, to or, a charity, or, or another
0: artist who's who's trying to yeah. like actually make money, and by all means, there's nothing wrong with that.
1: We'll let you know when we're not fine financially, because <laughs> that's that's, right. what, that's when we'll start our Patreon.
0: <laughs> but in the meantime, if you want to do anything for us, what you can absolutely do is follow us. On social media, Twitter and Instagram and Facebook, at all bad things pod, interact with us. Like talk to us. Yeah, we always message like, back. Always email back.
1: Interact with Rachel.
0: Yeah, well, yeah, basically, <laughs> it's it's me who's doing it. But. I'll,
1: I'll, I'll put a reply in here. Yeah, and there. yeah. Um. Somebody who was I tweeting back and forth with over the Beatles because she tweeted that yeah I'm not a big Beatles fan. Beatles. Either she put it on Twitter, and oh, I can't remember who was it was. It Emily,
0: is. Emily, does yes, it like was. most of the yes. tweeting.
1: <laughs> yes, it was.
0: I love Emily. She does, yes. um, she she started like live tweeting our episodes, yes, which is so fun. <laughs> she
1: also live tweeted uh, Prohibition, mm-hmm. which I did not force you to watch that documentary, I merely <laughs> suggested it.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh boy, we're gonna start up
0: a whole, a whole controversy again. But
1: I will force you to watch Murder Ball if it comes down to that.
0: That's it's a yeah. that's actually a good documentary. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, <laughs> I know. <laughs> so is
1: prohibition. If you like long-winded details of history, like I do.
0: But follow us, interact with us. Also, you can email at email us at pot at gmail, um, which is a great way if if you're not on Facebook. Like if you want to write at any length or um, make uh, topic suggestions. So many people have made topic suggestions. I want. You all to know that I absolutely keep track of them all.
1: She does, um, trust me. And like, me.
0: who who suggested it? So we shout you out. She
1: has a. There's a spreadsheet. An Excel spreadsheet database of That's all. That's right.
0: The- <laughs> That's right. Because I, I can vouch. Because for that. what is it. my field of work? Accounting, mm-hmm. Therefore, there's a spreadsheet for everything.
1: Therefore, she's accounting disasters that you send it.
0: Yes. Um, and, and that
1: we thought of as well.
0: Right. And if we don't do them right away, we are absolutely not ignoring you. There's sort of a flow to topics and...
1: There's quite a few disasters to get yeah, to. Yeah, and
0: there's a lot to get to. So it's it's about a lot of different things, but we're definitely not ignoring you. Um, Keep listening. Mm-hmm. We'll get to it. We'll eventually get to <laughs> we'll it. We'll get to that. It might
1: be ten years from now, but we'll get to it.
0: Right. Um, but also another thing you can do for us is mention us yes. to people, like recommend us, help us build our audience because we are doing nothing other than <laughs> Not interacting really. with you guys <laughs> to, to build our base. So all of our growth has been completely organic. I Pretty mean much. we've done a couple of promo swaps which have been super yes, great and those fun. Have helped. Yes. And we really appreciate our pod friends and we've done some crossover episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, again, really grateful to our pod friends for that. Um we
1: have worked with uh, Yours and Murder yeah. and, uh-huh. uh, and Blood Akshay. on the Rocks. Uh-huh. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So and we've actually promo- being the,
1: the host of Blood on the
0: Rocks Yes I, I shouldn't assume <laughs> that. Everyone, everyone knows who Akshay is.
1: Everybody knows Akshay, the Indian <laughs> Englishman. <laughs>
0: yeah that's right. <laughs> um and uh, um, we have promo swapped with uh, Corpus Delecti. Oh
1: so. yeah, yes we did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right.
0: Yeah, they covered. That's de-
1: right because I didn't know that that was going to happen, and I listened to the episode. I was like, oh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, they covered that love past. Uh, suddenly, like four or five different this this month, several different pods um, covered it.
1: When so when we did that, I, uh-huh. I'd never heard of it.
0: Yeah, me neither.
1: But. When I when last I go- podcast had done it I, before us, yes, yeah. they did a while ago, and they called it the Dilatov Pass. <laughs> but um when I googled it to kind of do my own thing, uh-huh. you know, learn more about it, yeah. there are movies that have been made. Oh yeah, several it was a recent big ones, day. and I'm talking about free movies you can get from YouTube. Oh, um, like direct to DVD movies, like There's
0: dramatizations. No, like direct to DVD oh, type Henry? movies.
1: No movies
0: the, oh, on the Love okay. Pass. Okay, gotcha. Um, Dietlov.
1: Dietlov Pass. But, uh, but yeah, there's uh Maybe we helped push it in the forefront. Who knows?
0: <laughs> I wouldn't give us all that much credit. I wouldn't either. If that episode's got
1: like a thousand plus listens, something like that, that's not enough to... Work. Right. That's not enough to push it we into pop culture. We didn't start some sort no. of
0: movement. <laughs> no, we didn't. We're We're just, just going to
1: pretend we did. <laughs>
0: So, um I think that's it pretty much. Oh. What,
1: what uh what kind of beer are you drinking?
0: Yes. So, or are we drinking rather? It's that time of year. Mhm. Now everything is pumpkin spice and Oktoberfest. So this is Foothills out of Winston-Salem, uh North Carolina, our state. Um Oktoberfest. It's their Oktoberfest. It's pretty good.
1: This is one of the better pumpkin. And it's yeah, not really a spice, it's, it's not, like a No, it's it's like a mix. It's just in there. It's
0: not sweet. No. Like a lot of the pumpkin beers are. And there I think I'm pretty sure we've mentioned it on this on the show, but um like their some of their seasonals are excellent. Like their Moravian the Moravian Porter. Porter that we had the oh
1: first time God. we went to their tap room.
0: Yeah, we need to get back there. I know they were crazy busy last. I'm going Friday to guess we
1: they are always crazy busy on the. Maybe weekend. we can just
0: go super late or something and get in. I don't know, but I would really love to have that Moravian Porter again.
1: I am also having mm-hmm. the. Um, Foothills Oktoberfest. Foothills Oktoberfest. Mm-hmm. I couldn't remember the, the title. <laughs> um, I'm having it in a Tobacco Road Tours
0: Oh, yeah, another koozie. local plug.
1: Do you remember what happened to get that koozie? I
0: got hit in the head <laughs> with it. <laughs> We went on a so this is kind of this is related. Well, no, it's not. We had not started. Related, we had
1: we hadn't really even come close to starting the podcast no, yet. No,
0: this was well
1: Aubrey's birthday last year, like early 2017. It was February.
0: Yeah, yeah. And our friend Aubrey, who is a listener. Hi, Aubrey. Um, who we've mentioned before. Hey,
1: Jeff. <laughs> I know what you're up to. <laughs>
0: um, but we went on a ghost tour.
1: It was fun. Durham, yeah. yeah
0: uh huh. We discovered some really cool places like Alley Twenty Six. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah,
1: places that we'd never mm, been to, no? and but, have a- since, Fern. but have since returned to yeah, several times. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And probably should again when we go see. Oh, oh, we're going to see my favorite murder live. For anyone else out there who's a murderino, David's not, but I am. And um, I am still going. Yeah. I'm excited. Well, just because my sister couldn't go. By.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I am I'm, I'm her uh, plan B.
0: Yeah, a little bit. Um <laughs> but we're staying doing a staycation in Durham that night. So that should be fun. And yeah, we're we'll gonna,
1: definitely hit the Atomic Fern again.
0: Yeah, going to the DPAC, the mm-hmm. Durham Performing Arts Center for the first time and yeah, got good pretty good seats to see uh Georgia and Karen from My Favorite Murder and everyone's speculating over what um What case they'll do because they've already covered the staircase. (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) Which is a they'll do something local. They'll do a North Carolina one, probably like a rural. There's some weird rural town ones.
1: But how Rachel won this koozie Mm. was the uh, uh, tour guide. The tour guide Mm -hmm. that started. This is where the tour first started.
0: Um, At tobacco, the tobacco campus, the the former, the
1: former, the former Lucky Strike. Factory
0: Because this is North Carolina, so mm -hmm. lots of tobacco.
1: And the Lucky Strike Tower is still there. Mm -hmm. Um, So she showed us a photo and made us pass it around. Like
0: an old-fashioned photo. Yes,
1: and we're like, like, what do you notice about this picture? And Rachel got it.
0: Like, immediately. It was
1: two adults with, what, like three or
0: four kids? Yeah, something like that.
1: But the kids were all dead. It was like those (laughs)
0: Victorian-era photos where they used to... If the kids died or whatever, Uh, they would take pictures with them dead, posed as though they were living, like, just for posterity. Once you realized what it was,
1: it was, like, the fucking creep... Like, who the... What the fuck?
0: But I had heard heard of those. Damn
1: savages back in the day.
0: (laughs) But I had heard of those. And what was the girl's name? It was... I can't remember, but she was pretty nice. We'll call her, like, Brittany or whatever, but... Um, so when I, like, I immediately knew what it was, and I was like, "Britney, Brittany, Brittany, they're dead, they're dead in the photo. And she's like, great. And I think she just meant to toss me this koozie as a prize, but she literally beamed me right in the head with it.
1: She threw it overhand.
0: At least it was uh, just a koozie. It, <laughs> it didn't hurt at all. It was pretty funny.
1: It was kind of funny.
0: <laughs> when the tour guide pelted me with a... She was a little bit of an odd duck, that one.
1: Yes, she was. Well, she was hosting a uh, tour about ghosts. And so. she was like
0: 19 or something, too. <laughs> no, she was pro-
1: I'm going to guess she was probably out of college. That oh, would she, be my guess.
0: She did drinks, so she yeah. had to have been 21. So.
1: But yeah, I'm sure she... She might be a listener. We don't know. She has, Obviously, hmm. if she's a ghost tour guide, mm-hmm.
0: She's she has morbid. a bit of a morbid,
1: <laughs> morbidity yeah. about her, uh, personality. Yes. Her sense her of
0: self. Her milieu. <laughs> so, this I, is going to be a biggie. After all of that, yeah.
1: we've got, uh, I think we've got Megasode potential with this one.
0: Mmm. Megasode or multi partner?
1: Uh, Megasode. Okay. Yeah. I think Megasode. Last
0: week's was a, a skosh short. A little bit. So. Yes. Yeah, I think it's okay. Now, this is not a a secret from me. I did see what the topic was of this, so I'm not going to pretend to guess. I did guess earlier. I thought you were going to cover the Challenger. No. So, but this is, there are some similarities.
1: (laughs) Yes, there are. Um, So tonight... Or this morning, or whenever you happen to be listening. <laughs> or this
0: afternoon or evening. It's
1: tonight for us.
0: <laughs> what was it? Um, good morning, and if I don't see you again, good afternoon, good evening, and good, night. good night. Yes. I think, was From that the Truman, Truman show? show? Yeah.
1: So this evening, we have for you the Hindenburg.
0: Oh, the humanity!
1: Yes, and we will get into yeah. that. Most most people have heard of it, I'm going to assume, that are listening to this. It's a big
0: historical one, yeah.
1: Um, if you're younger listening to this, like in high school or college, maybe you haven't, but... I
0: feel like it's a history books sort uh, of disaster. I think disaster.
1: so, yeah. I'm going to guess this is probably going to be one of the more famous things that we've covered.
0: Yeah, I agree. And
1: I didn't do it because of that. I did it because it popped into my head one day, and I realized I didn't don't really know a whole lot about it, so...
0: Yeah, me neither. Well, it... it I
1: just know that it happened. And it was
0: pre-World War II? just okay. pre-World
1: War Two, The Nazis come into play oh, the in Nazis, this episode.
0: The Nazis always come into play.
1: <laughs> Sadly, yes. So, the Hindenburg disaster occurred on May 6, 1937 in Manchester Township, New Jersey, United States.
0: New Jersey, eh? I thought it was like New England area or mm-hmm. something. Well, like New that. Jersey is not a part I, of New I England. I do understand that, sorry. New
1: Jersey is part of the tri-state, which would be New York, New Jersey. Connecticut. Okay. That's what that's what it's known as that region. So, the tri-state.
0: Massachusetts, Vermont, New Hampshire, Maine is New England. Yes. And then everything south of there is like Delmarva, Mid Atlantic, mm-hmm. all yep. that. Okay. What's Pittsburgh? Or Pittsburgh. <laughs>
1: What's Pennsylvania. Yes. Pennsylvania's just there.
0: How did I identify the <laughs> entire state of Pennsylvania by Pittsburgh? Not even a Philly.
1: because uh, football season's about to start. And
0: that and they you were talking about the Steelers earlier. Yes. I was. Okay.
1: Yes. So, the German passenger airship LZ-129 Hindenburg.
0: So that was like the full official That was its
1: official title. Caught fire and was destroyed during its attempt to dock with its mooring mast at Naval Air Station Lakehurst. Of the 97 people on board, which were 36 passengers and 61 crewmen.
0: That's a lot of crew.
1: There were 35 fatalities, which oh, wow. would be 13 passengers, 22 crewmen.
0: So not everybody died.
1: Which I assumed did.
0: Yeah. How do you survive that? Are you going to get into that a little?
1: Not really, actually. This I is, guess it's harder to yeah. tell how people survive. There's, there's not many die. stories of the actual survival. There's more stories of the chaos. Mm-hmm. One worker on the ground was also killed, raising the death toll to 36.
0: Eesh. Okay. Oh, that poor person.
1: So... <laughs> What is the Hindenburg? The Hindenburg is what is referred to as a Zeppelin.
0: Right. And we were talking about this earlier because mm-hmm. I thought it was a dirigible, which apparently it's a subset of a dirigible. It is. Okay. So. so describe a Zeppelin.
1: Yes. The LZ-129 Hindenburg was a large commercial passenger carrying rigid airship As its qualification.
0: LZ like Led Zeppelin.
1: Yeah, kind of. And we'll, you, we'll get yes. Oh yeah. Are you
0: going to talk about Led Zeppelin? No. Oh, can I quickly? Sure. Tell my anecdote. Our anecdote. Do you know how? Um, reportedly, how Led Zeppelin named themselves.
1: I really don't.
0: So yeah. uh, I should. Know and that. I could be That's getting like the details. Of my favorite bands. I could be getting the details of this wrong, but I believe it was another musician said to I think it was Jimmy Page, because. Um, Jimmy Page came from the Yardbirds, Mm -hmm. so he was already an established musician. And
1: Cream, or or who am I thinking of? Clapton. Okay, Clapton Clapton was also in the Yardbirds, though. Correct.
0: Yes, a lot of a lot of famous guitarists came out of the Yardbirds. Um,
1: And the other guy was somebody else. Jeff Beck was the
0: other uh guitarist. But uh, they were like, "Oh, if if you're starting a, oh, Jimmy Page is starting a a new group. Well, that's going to go over like a Led Zeppelin."
1: Oh, like saying that he was going to be that like successful. Gonna, like it's going to crash and but burn?
0: Basically. So they decided to name themselves Led Zeppelin. Anyway, that could be apocryphal. I'm not sure.
1: But it's a good story either yeah, way. Yeah, it's a good
0: story. So uh, so is the uh, Red Snapper story, but we won't, we won't get into we that. We will not get into that. This is
1: not an NS, NFSW podcast, or is it? Oh whatever!
0: NSF. To, it is not well safe our work. language.
1: <laughs> yes, that's true.
0: We're not usually um, sexually explicit. No, I per, I'm glad that we're not yes. because that's a little gross. But yes. I, I, we do swear.
1: <laughs> so anyway, uh, yes, coming <laughs> off of being sexually explicit. <laughs> so a rigid airship. Okay, this is the difference. Okay. I'm going to put this up at the beginning. Because we talked about this earlier as well.
0: Right.
1: People think that a zeppelin or an airship, as it's also known, and a blimp are the same thing. They are not the same thing. They are obviously very similar. Here's the difference. A rigid airship is a type of airship in which the envelope is supported by an internal framework.
0: What's, what's an envelope? You mean the... The, the
1: skin. The, like okay, the, okay. So there is okay. a, an internal structure inside of like that Like a skeleton. Part. Yes.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. Versus a blimp is just like a giant is balloon? It's
1: literally just air.
0: Okay. Yes. So like the Goodyear blimp is just a giant balloon. That's with
1: the little, like cockpit, with the little cockpit. With the little
0: cockpit, and that's it. Kind of like a, closer to a hot air balloon. Than- it's
1: basically... Um, imagine like a... Um, how I... Kept seeing it referred to as, imagine an ocean liner in the air. That's just kind of what. That's kind of what the,
0: the luxury oh, okay. and the
1: the style of oh, this okay. was. Obviously, this is way before cruise so are ships. There
0: like floors and oh yeah, oh, wow. and
1: quarters and a smoking lounge. We'll we'll hear oh, about no. that later.
0: Wait, isn't there like flammable gas aboard a dirigible?
1: Oh, we'll get into that. <laughs> So that sounds
0: like the the plane crash we talked about that may have been, mm-hmm. smoking can mm-hmm. cause other
1: it's, Yeah, it can cause disasters. houses to catch on fire, okay. forest fires.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I've never done anything bad with a cigarette,
0: uh-huh. for the record. Other than smoke it.
1: Yeah, exactly. I didn't burn a house down that. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> I'm in good shape. So rigid airships were produced and relatively successfully employed from the beginning of the 1900s to the end of the 1930s.
0: Is this why it was stopped at the end of the 1930s? Yes, partly because,
1: yes. The LZ-129 Hindenburg was the lead airship Of the Hindenburg class. There were several.
0: Oh, so the Hindenburg was
1: a class of...
0: Like 787. mm -hmm. Okay.
1: It was the longest class of flying machine and largest airship by envelope volume.
0: So longest as in stem to stern?
1: Yep. It was designed and built by the Zeppelin company, which is in German. Here we go known as Luftschiffbau Zeppelin GmbH. <laughs>
0: Do you know what GmbH I means? I don't. It's basically like incorporated. That's what yeah, I figured, it yeah. was something
1: like that. Because uh-huh. of the way it's spelled.
0: When we were t- when we were doing the thalidomide episode, that hmm. came up, and I looked it up, and it's basically like incorporated.
1: The company was founded by, in what might possibly be the greatest name in the history of names, and I'm not even kidding. Oh, boy. Count Ferdinand von Zeppelin.
0: So Zeppelin was named after a person named Zeppelin. Yes,
1: it was. And is that not the fucking coolest name you've ever? Von
0: Zeppelin. Imagine Ferdinand if your name. Imagine
1: what you could accomplish in life if your name was <laughs> Count Ferdinand von Zeppelin.
0: <laughs> but maybe he just. Goes you could by conquer. Frank. <laughs> you could
1: literally conquer a place on Earth that has never been conquered before. Pretty much. That's what happens if you are Count Ferdinand <laughs> von Zeppelin.
0: Ferdinand von Zeppelin. That's a tough name to beat.
1: When I die, I want to be known as Count David St. Louis. (laughs) I want to. I don't know how you become a count, but
0: it's a it's a um a a title. I
1: I understand that
0: maybe like a duke or a duchess, like a similar whatever baron. I am going to research
1: how you do it, and I'm going to do it. Do it. Yes.
0: I don't think they give countenance in uh, America.
1: I will. I will make them. I will force it upon the public.
0: (laughs) Okay. (laughs)
1: Count von Zeppelin had been working on air on <clears throat> excuse me various guideable, rigid airship prototypes as early as 1885. Wow. And his first successful airship was flown in 1900. Now,
0: huh.
1: why does that date sound a little peculiar?
0: 1900?
1: Mhm. What does it predate?
0: A flight uh, like um, the Wright brothers?
1: Yes. So, as soon as I read this cuz I I went into this Literally, just five. just knowing that the Hindenburg caught on fire—that's mm. all I knew about it, and that it was a famous tragedy. Mm-hmm. I knew no details of it at all. Right. So when I came upon this part, I was like, I th- wasn't the Wright brothers in 190. I think I thought it was like 1904, or 1905. Okay.
0: Uh-huh.
1: This predates the Wright brothers' successful flight, which occurred in 1903. Okay. The reason. The Wright brothers kind of get a pass for first in flight is because of this. The Wright Flyer One was the first successful heavier-than-air powered aircraft.
0: Oh, so it was seen. It, it was, was a different. To, mm-hmm. It was a
1: different type of aircraft,
0: and it was kind of deemed to be a little more impressive because it was heavier than air, right? The, and and it was propellers and and, and engines. And yeah. now,
1: um. Well, airships, as they're called, mm-hmm. um, have engines too, but the Wright brothers' uh, product—it was—it was, it was not—it wasn't going to float at any time. Right, it had no, to be. Like, it was completely powered. Right. The whole time it was in flight. Right. So that's that's where the
0: that's the one that that they have a. Um- since the, the first successful flight was at Kitty Hawk, right? Yes. Which is in our Outer Banks. Yep, not
1: very far from where we are. A couple
0: hours. Um, but that's the, the plane that they have a replica at at the History Museum, yep. right, here yep. in Raleigh? The Wright
1: yeah. the Flyer 1.
0: Wright Flyer 1.
1: With the growing success of each... So I just thought that was an interesting yeah, side note. Is. Because I think some people are not going to realize that...
0: The dirigible this went up is, first, or right. the airship went up exactly. first. Exactly, and
1: also this is when people are experimenting with flight. Right, It mm-hmm. hasn't completely mm-hmm. happened yet, but it's about to.
0: And those crazy bastards who are like, yeah. I'm okay sitting in this thing that I'm hoping, fingers crossed, is going to successfully suspend it." I've air. done the
1: math, I've done the engineering. <laughs> Talk about a leap of faith. Oh,
0: damn. You probably have to be okay with it not turning out and you yeah. dying.
1: Yeah, and I think most of those people were.
0: Same space travel.
1: Exactly. That's that would be the next frontier. Yeah. Um, with the growing success of each flight, public interest grew heavily. In 1908, the Zeppelin LZ4 was destroyed.
0: It sounds unfro- like a. Um,
1: it sounds like one of their albums.
0: <laughs> no, it sounds like a car model. Oh, that too. <laughs> yes.
1: Um, the Zeppelin LZ4 was destroyed during a high-profile test.
0: Was destroyed like it crashed mm-hmm. or oh.
1: It was just a test, though, okay. so there were, there were no fatalities.
0: So it was unmanned? Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: Um,
0: this, unwomaned unpersoned?
1: This proved to be serendipitous. Ooh, you I like the that word. I have the best words. <laughs> As it caused a flood of public support. The ensuing mm. donation campaign collected over 6 million German marks, which was used to set up both the Luftschiffbau Zeppelin GmbH, or Incorporated, Yes.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> And the Zeppelin Foundation.
0: Okay.
1: Luftschiffbau Zeppelin manufactured many Zeppelin airships for both commercial and military use over the next three decades. However, with the rise of the Nazi party in 1933, focus shifted to heavier than air aircraft due to their military superiority. One company that um, came out of that, Uh a very modern company that you would know. BMW. Oh, okay. BMW yeah, Produce airplane engines. That's
0: what their logo is. Yes. It's a propeller. Mm-hmm. Maybe you're the one who told me that. I think you are the one who told me I might have been. Yeah. <laughs> Here I am telling you, like, <laughs> I'm telling you something new. I'm pretty sure you're the person who told me.
1: But, yeah, uh, BMW was uh, heavily involved in World War II.
0: But in uh, – so I'm imagining the heavier than aircraft – or heavier than –
1: heavier than air, well, heavier than air, air aircraft, <laughs> it is hard to say,
0: um, was more pertinent to wartime applications because it was faster, it
1: exactly.
0: was more maneuverable or mm-hmm. something. Exactly Because those dirigibles were huge.
1: And they did use them they in World War One. Yeah,
0: I remember, yeah.
1: Um, if anybody about. who was out there who was a gamer, um, get Battlefield 1. Mm. Uh, great game, and there is a, a whole... Um, scene where you get to battle a zeppelin. Oh wow. And oh get, yeah, I and saw you on. I saw did play that. Yeah. And you get to get on board it at one yeah, point.
0: Yeah, I remember that. So that also, was pretty cool. The one of the very few video games that I've played all the way through, BioShock Infinite, mm-hmm. is is aboard a dirigible. No. Yes, it, well, sort of floating city. Floating
1: city. Yes.
0: But maybe I'm kind of making it But
1: that, that up. goes into a whole other um, part of science that they're actually doing college courses on now, so we won't go down there. They're road.
0: doing co- college courses on the, on the science meaning, of Bioshock Infinite? Yes,
1: and the meaning of it, of the game, yes.
0: Jesus there are Christ.
1: college courses about it. See,
0: <laughs> maybe you need to go to school to become a college professor to teach courses on the philosophy of video game. I
1: videos. have watched so many videos on you the can, philosophy of Bioshock Infinite, and I still know. It's just mind blowing. Oh.
0: Well, basically uh, but just anyway. make shit up. And,
1: you know. Not really, no. I the videos I've seen, bad. they're not making things up. But no, anyway. Right. Um, by the onset of World War II, the Zeppelins, uh, demand for the Zeppelins had waned. The yeah. last active vessel, the LZ-130, was decommissioned early in the war and salvaged for its precious aluminum. In the late 1920s to 1940, the Schiffbau Zeppelin... Worked with the Goodyear Tire and Rubber Company.
0: Hence the Goodyear blimps we see at every football game. To
1: build two Zeppelins in the United States, and the Goodyear Zeppelin Corporation was created to facilitate the relationship. Is that
0: how Goodyear got started? No. Was in Z- oh, no. They, they, were
1: doing, they were doing—they made tires.
0: Okay, so they yeah. started as a tire company. Okay, yeah. but that's why they still have blimps, and mm-hmm. they're so well-known for the Goodyear blimp. Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: The partnership ended after World War II began, but the American company continued to build blimps or non-rigid airships under the so Goodyear just giant name. Balloons
0: mm-hmm. basically. Yeah, yeah, that's
1: kind of essentially what they are. Yes. The Hindenburg's first flight was actually a Nazi propaganda mission. <laughs> Although,
0: Wait, this particular Hindenburg Yes, the
1: Hinden No, the-, the, the Hindenburg has just that's the name of this particular ship. All I thought the it was ships, a
0: model. It's a class
1: called yeah, the Zeppelin. Right. But each ship has a different name.
0: Oh, oh, okay. I yes. then I misunderstood. I thought Hindenburg was like a model no. name. Okay. No. So they were all the L Z four. The Zeppelin whatever. is the model. Okay.
1: You know, like um
0: So they had names like ships.
1: Yes, okay. absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Or like okay. cars today. Cars go by the same Well they
0: but a, they, but there's multiple ones of the sure. same name.
1: But they have a flag they'll have a flagship model with like a specific name to it, you know.
0: Yeah, but then like, they'll make like mines afford fiesta. Then they'll make millions of fiestas, yeah. but they weren't making multiple Hindenburgs.
1: No, they made multiple Zeppelins.
0: Right, and the Hindenburg was just the was name of one, one of yes. the Zeppelins. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. Um, so yes, its first flight was a Nazi, Nazi propaganda mission. Although the Hindenburg was in development before the Third Reich came to power, members of the Nazi regime viewed it as a symbol of German might, and why wouldn't they? Yeah. Nazi propaganda minister and a person who we've mentioned in our oh. show in thalidomide, oh. Joseph Goebbels, Oh,
0: yes. Yes, we have.
1: ordered the Hindenburg to make its first public flight in March 1936 as part of a joint 4,100-mile aerial tour of Germany with the Graf Zeppelin... To rally support for a refer- referendum ratifying the reoccupation of the Rhineland. Every word I just said there started with an R. Uh, yeah. And I got through it.
0: Nice. <laughs> well done. <laughs> and
1: I'm never going to say that combination of words again. <laughs> so yeah, I thought that was interesting to yeah learn what they. The first thing they decided to do with it was like look with
0: the Hindenburg, the one that later look exploded. At this. Yes. They will
1: fly it all around Germany. And And then,
0: just like the Third Reich, (laughs) it went up in smoke.
1: Crash and burn. So, now we're down to the flight.
0: As in the fatal flight.
1: The fatal flight. After opening its 1937 season by completing a single round trip passage to Rio de Janeiro, Brazil. Wait,
0: what's a season? They had seasons like ball ball teams? I'm guessing
1: they're meaning spring. Okay. Because this is taking place in March. So, the first season of the new year was actually well. well, I guess,
0: I guess we can't, you can't like
1: probably their flight schedule. They uh considered like a season because I'll go into this, but they only made a certain amount of trips each year.
0: Yeah, I guess that's the thing. You can't think of it, it doesn't equate to like, um, it doesn't equate to modern day, no, No. which is there is no season, it would set up constantly, it would
1: set up how modern day travels are Hmm. done in a plane, Hmm. but. It's not. It wasn't flying every single day no, all year round. No, obviously not. Yeah. No.
0: Well, and it probably wasn't made to do that anyway. Mm-hmm.
1: No, yeah. it's a luxury airship. Right. Um. So it made a round trip, round trip passage to Rio de Janeiro, Brazil, in late March.
0: From where? From Germany.
1: Yes, from Frankfurt.
0: Jeez, yeah. this thing was going far. Yes. From from Germany to Brazil. Yes. Damn. Yep. Yeah. So,
1: wow. I.
0: That's far. Yes, it is. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why I, I didn't... I, I don't know why I thought... Probably because the image I still have in my head is the fucking Goodyear blimp. Sure. Which just floats over a stadium. Pretty much.
1: Okay. So, in that same month, uh, March of 1937... Um, or, I'm sorry. Later on... I messed up sentence, okay. Uh, later on in the month of May, on May 3rd, uh, the Hindenburg departed from Frankfurt, Germany on the first of ten round trips between Europe and the United States that were scheduled for its second year of commercial service, its first year being 1936.
0: Huh. Ameri- oh, okay, okay, yes. yeah, th- that's right. This is I just I'm
1: covered sorry, th- yeah. its very first flight, which was a Nazi propaganda mission. Yeah. It went on to do actually. Other flights, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Just regular yes. flights. Now, who is on these flights? I, I do get oh, into okay, that, okay. yes.
1: Um, American Airlines, a oh. company that still exists today, had contracted with the operators of the Hindenburg to shuttle the passengers from Lakehurst, which is the naval base that they were going to land in, in, in New Jersey, in
0: Jersey, okay. mm-hmm,
1: to Newark for connections to airplane flights. This is also oh, the very beginning of, of commercial. commercial era. Yes. And obviously gotcha. being 1937, I will get into the cost of what these flights cost. Oh,
0: God,
1: yeah. The cost of what these flights cost. The I cost get of into. the cost? The cost of the cost.
0: See, as, as an accounting major, I'm very interested <laughs> in the cost of the cost. Aren't we all? As opposed to the cost of the cost.
1: Cost <laughs> <with>
0: of the cost.
1: <laughs> that cost of a one-way ticket from Frankfurt to Lakehurst in the
0: in the airship
1: in the in the uh, in the Hindenburg okay. was four hundred dollars in U.S. currency, which is six thousand nine hundred fifty-four dollars uh, and forty-four cents in today's money. Uh,
0: seven grand, basically.
1: Early commercial aviation yeah, was strictly for, for people with money.
0: It's like what they're trying to do with space tourism now.
1: Right, and who can afford that?
0: Right, well, the ultra-wealthy, yeah. Yeah. hmm Wow.
1: So, yeah, just to give you an idea of how much money... Like, could you imagine just to get to where you need to go today, you had to spend almost seven thousand dollars just to get to where you needed to go? No hotel, no food, no right. nothing.
0: Well, some <laughs> some you know. airfare can get pretty close to that sure. if you're going to somewhere really remote or yeah. difficult to get to from your location. Yeah,
1: and you need like a like camels and you know, like a whole excursion. Oh, team like with I guess I meant
0: just a flight. No, but. I
1: was I was kidding. Oh. I was being stupid. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm, I'm hey, glad, I can accept that. I'm glad you didn't notice.
0: <laughs> you know me. I'm pretty old.
1: Except for strong headwinds that slowed its progress in the Atlantic crossing, um, the crossing of the Hindenburg went as planned.
0: How long did it take this thing to get across?
1: I don't have information on this. Well, that, you said it should. left
0: on May 3rd. Mm-hmm. And then when was the accident? On May 6th. So it took at least a few days. Mm-hmm. So this, we're not talking a, like a plane. No. And mm. But we're not also talking like a ship, which no. would take a little longer, right? Yes, exactly.
1: Yeah. Well, a ship would take much longer to so cross So it would be like Atlantic.
0: somewhere in between. Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: It would be uh, an increase in technology that yeah. people yeah. at that time were probably like, wow, mm-hmm. I can get to the United States in three days?
0: That's so funny. <laughs> yeah. Although like now with the time changes and like, weird connections and stuff, if you fly from the U.S. to Europe, it is definitely not out of the ordinary to for it to take, quote, 24 hours, you know? Right,
1: exactly, yeah. So, um, the Hindenburg was only carrying half of its full capacity of passengers, um, well, 36 out of 70, so one above half.
0: So it required almost as many crew members as passengers. Oh, yeah. No wonder it was so expensive.
1: Yes. So it had half the capacity coming from Frankfurt into New Jersey. Okay. But um, the Hindenburg was fully booked for its return flight from Uh, from Lakehurst. Many passengers with tickets back to Germany were planning to attend the coronation of King George VI and Queen Elizabeth in London the following week. And I'm gonna guess that this is still the same Queen Elizabeth. No, no?
0: she she turned 80 not long ago. Oh, okay, at so all. it could
1: because this was 81 years ago.
0: Well, no, actually, she turned like 90. <laughs> I was gonna
1: say, like, I think she's this is the same. She's fucking old. She's almost a hundred. Queen
0: Elizabeth II is who is in power now.
1: Mm. Okay, so this would be her sister or mother or.
0: And all apologies brother. to our UK. Yes, we don't listeners. I don't know
1: dick about the royal family.
0: Well, I know some because of my mom being such an Anglophile, but uh, Queen Elizabeth's like 90-something, so she would have well, been... Well, I'm thinking, yeah. She could have been... I mean, this is 81 years ago. I'm going to pull a, an unusual move and go ahead and um, look her up, because that's... It, it's Was she, like, the child queen, I maybe? Have, I have
1: no idea. Queen,
0: queen I, I, Elizabeth. I
1: honestly don't This must care. be
0: riveting. <laughs> riveting content. She was born in 1926, so unless she was becoming...
1: Uh, unless she was 11, which at this point in, in uh, oh, world history, you never know.
0: Her father acceded to the throne on the abdication of his brother... Oh, 1952, so it must have been her mom. Okay. We'll say that. Moving on. Yeah, moving on. (laughs) Carry on.
1: Moving on from the royal family. Um, Keep
0: calm and carry on.
1: (laughs) So, just again, just to rehash the Mm -hmm. point of people who took this type of travel were wealthy. Right, yeah. So, people heading back to Germany are like, yes, we're going to...
0: Oh, I King gotcha. George VI. <laughs> I like your little...
1: And Queen Elizabeth's <laughs> coronate, Han- coronation. Manchester. We will have tea. Tea? <laughs> Is that how you
0: drink your tea? And
1: brandy. <laughs> and cigars. <laughs> that was
0: fair.
1: That's not even close to a German accent, which I can't do. But anyway. We <laughs> have <laughs> So the airship was hours behind schedule when it passed over Boston on the morning of May 6th and its landing at Lakehurst was expected to be further delayed because of afternoon thunderstorms.
0: Well, I can imagine weather would really affect these things. Oh yeah.
1: Advised of the poor weather conditions at Lakehurst, Captain Max Pruss, a very German name.
0: Max Pruss.
1: Max Pruss. Charted the course. No, I'm kidding.
0: No.
1: <laughs> charted a course over Manhattan Island. Okay. Causing a public spectacle uh, as people rushed out into the street to catch to a sight it. of the airship. There so are these many They are relatively they're, low flying. They are and they're huge.
0: Yeah. And
1: there are please if you're listening to this episode, Google
0: uh-huh.
1: um, Hindenburg over Manhattan. There are a ton of fascinating really? photos. Yes. Yes, there wow. are a lot of great photos of it.
0: And Except- it's really
1: and it's really it's those are the last photos you see of of it intact.
0: Right. I mean, really, right, unless yeah. there's somebody that took
1: a picture of it that never right, shared it. Right. Um, and
0: now a days, when you see something flying low over Manhattan, it's you, not such a good sign. You freak the fuck out. Yeah, because rightfully what we've so. Seen since then. <laughs> yes.
1: Um. Uh, blah blah. Okay. Um. After passing over the landing field at four o'clock p.m.
0: in Lakehurst.
1: Hmm. Captain Pruss took passengers on a tour over the seasides of New Jersey while waiting for the oh. weather to clear.
0: So are like, okay, well, we'll just take a little sightseeing detour.
1: This is the future site of Jersey Shore, a fantastic TV show that will happen <laughs> 70 years from now and will bring
0: oh my God. humanity
1: back the, the 100 years, 80 at least. At least. least. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Maybe back to the cavemen. There'd be an argument for that. Um,
0: the thing that always <laughs> got me about Jersey Shore was that there was a human being out there who named his abs the situation.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. If I had those abs, I would call them that, too, so I, I can't bust on that guy too bad. <laughs> 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 you, you were looking at me like I just like bathed in the dude bro spectrum.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that was a very dude bro. Yeah, moment, yeah.
1: <laughs> so, after finally being notified at 6.22 p.m. that the storms had passed, Captain... No, this is on
0: May 6th. hmm Okay.
1: Three days after it took off from okay. Frankfurt, Captain Pruss directed the airship back to Lakehurst to make its landing almost half a day late.
0: Well, yeah, because of all the... Due to
1: weather and... The winds. Yes. Mm-hmm. However, as this would leave much less time than anticipated to service and prepare the airship for its scheduled departure back to Europe, the public was informed that they would not be permitted at the mooring location or be able to visit aboard the Hindenburg during its stay oh, in court. Which like, come
0: on, we need to turn well, this Well, this
1: was literally a technical marvel. This was the new... Yeah. This is kind of the new Titanic.
0: Yeah. And it has,
1: sadly, the same fate. Yeah. So, like, when you... I mean, if you Google... Uh, Hindenburg over Manhattan, there's hundreds of photos in a time where where people didn't have cameras, cameras. wasn't
0: yeah so cameras wasn't <laughs> cameras weren't cam- like a household.
1: Cameras wasn't like around and shit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that gives you the giggles.
1: I don't know how I channeled that. I don't know where that came from. <laughs> so um
0: so, this so, is a huge so
1: deal. so yes, there there it was expected spectacle. to be yes, absolutely yeah. they, they it was were going to have tours yeah. and you know the whole thing, but you know it, it landed literally twelve hours late. So
0: yeah, so they're like they Look, had to we scrap gotta, all that. Yeah, we got had this to get song. the people
1: to King George the and yeah, right? Queen Elizabeth's coronation mm-hmm. um, around seven o'clock p.m. at an altitude of six hundred fifty feet or two hundred meters.
0: Oh, very good for
1: our for German our international listeners. for our international listeners. For our anybody except U.S. listeners.
0: For yeah, everybody who's <laughs> normal except for Ex- us.
1: Except for us in one tiny country, I can't remember. <laughs> uh, the Hindenburg made its final approach to the Lakehurst Naval Air Station. Okay. This was to be a high landing known as Flying Moor, because the airship would drop its landing ropes and mooring cables at a high altitude. Oh,
0: okay. Like an Quote anchor.
1: It's kind it, of like it's almost like in photos gross. and how they describe it. It's mm-hmm. almost like just tying a flag to a flagpole from a high altitude, though. That's it's the cables are coming in, oh, they're tying have, it around,
0: yeah, to, to anchor it so it's not yes. gonna mm-hmm. and so then it's then not gonna lower. Lower. Yep. Okay.
1: Um, this type of landing maneuver would reduce the number of ground crew, which turned out to be a good thing. Okay. But would it, but it would require more time. Okay. Although the high landing was a common procedure for American airships, the Hindenburg had only performed this maneuver twice in 1936 while also landing in Lakehurst. so, okay, so it done is, it, it has landed here before.
0: The, using the same technique.
1: hmm So we're about to get into the crash. Okay. There is going to be a lot of technical terminology. Oh, yay. So here is a crash course in parts of a ship. Try to remember it as best as you can because this is all going to come up um, trying to describe what happened in the crash.
0: Okay. So we're just coming back from a quick break mm-hmm. which because we're gonna cut out all the stuff we literally just said. Yes, but explain before we get into the parts of the ship, explain what you were saying about clarifying how the boat was or the how the airship was docking.
1: Yes, I explained it as tying a flag to a pole which is just dumb.
0: <laughs> I was going to question it, and then I was like, um, okay. And
1: you would have been right to question it, well, as, as would anybody listening be like, what the fuck is he talking about? What's
0: tying a about? flag to a pole no. mean? Okay.
1: Yeah, because obviously that happens from the bottom, and then you right, raise you it raise to the it, top. Yeah. So that's not what that...
0: Not, not so that was. So you were so saying So the
1: analogy that, I, I was meaning to say, wanting to say, and now I will say it, think of it as docking a boat. Okay. You, you throw out your lines first,
0: mm-hmm.
1: tie them... And then you slow down the boat during that process. Okay. So that's...
0: It was similar, just in air. Yes. Okay.
1: And okay. the terminology of an airship is the exact same as, as a, a ship boat. a
0: Yes. Okay. So, a sea
1: Yes. So that's what we are going to get into now because... It, My
0: segue. I
1: am going to go through all these terms and describing how the crash happened. Okay. So okay. I felt it was mm-hmm. important for people to know exactly what I was talking about because Agreed. if I don't explain it up front... I might as well be speaking alien. Sure,
0: because it's, it's a different terminology. Yes,
1: yeah. and I grew up on boats, so I know these terms, but I understand that a lot of people didn't. Mm-hmm. Maybe people listening have never even been on a boat, so they're like, what
0: the fuck is this guy talking about? I could count on one number, on well, one <laughs> hand the number of times I've been on a boat. So,
1: so the parts of the ship are as follows, okay. and this is what we'll get into heavily. Okay. Starboard. That is the side of a ship, or aircraft mm-hmm. in this case, That is on the right side when one is facing forward. Okay. So if you're looking at it, it will be on your right right. side.
0: Starboard is right, Mm -hmm. so port Port must be left.
1: Is the opposite side. Okay. So starboard side, port side. Starboard is on your right. Port is on your left. And
0: the reason they're not called right and left is because you could be facing the back of the boat.
1: And the term you could, the exactly, and the terminology could be confusing in.
0: Yeah. In, in, in the middle of chaos. Yeah. Go right, yeah, go that's, left.
1: That's very true. You no, know. not
0: your left, my left. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So. Okay, so starboard is right, port is left, mm-hmm. when facing forward.
1: Yes. The bow is the front of the vessel, while the stern is mm-hmm. the rear of the vessel, and the hull being the body of the vessel. The okay. hull is essentially the undercarriage. Gotcha. Trim hmm. allows you to change the engine's angle of thrust by tilting it out or in... In relation to maintaining the proper running angle, so you want to keep the engine level.
0: Is that like nose down or nose up? Is what that?
1: A little bit. Or
0: is it left to right? That that.
1: No, it's it's it's. Okay. It's in or out, which kind of means up or down. Okay. People again, people who've been on boats. Well, in water about. out of water a exactly. little bit. Exactly. Yeah, and yeah, you want to yeah. keep the trim even.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That so makes sense.
1: In a boat you want to keep the trim even with the water.
0: Mhm. In
1: an airship you want to keep the trim trim even with
0: <laughs> I wanted to see what you were going to say. The atmosphere? Air current? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know.
1: <laughs> obviously. There's I our best obviously yet. I didn't put that into the notes. <laughs> So there is your crash course on the parts oh, of a ship. Oh,
0: crash course! I did not mean it like that.
1: <laughs> but this—it's going to be important. Okay. So let's talk about the fuel that was on board of okay. the Hindenburg. U.S. law prevented the Hindenburg from using helium instead of hydrogen, which is much more flammable.
0: So it was. Was it typical to use helium? Except I, U.S. law. Just I guess no.
1: internationally, yes, but okay. in America, no. In America, you used hydrogen.
0: In America, they were like, "Let's make this more dangerous."
1: Essentially, I mean, when I. Ha- I
0: wonder why it was. <laughs> I wonder why that was. Regulated I honestly, that way.
1: I don't know, and I didn't go down that wormhole. Okay. Um. But the uh, the Hindenburg, and I mentioned this before also had a smokers lounge right despite being filled with 7 million cubic feet of highly hydrogen. combustible hydrogen gas wow passengers were unable to bring matches or personal lighters aboard the ship but they could buy cigarettes and cuban cigars once aboard and light up in a pressurized room to prevent any hydrogen from entering okay
0: so they had a they had a method mm-hmm. so that it was yes it wasn't s- just yeah it out. wasn't
1: just feel sure, free to light, light up <laughs> But even so, yeah. like, why even take that chance? Yeah. But again, this is 1937. People have no idea what smoking does to them. None. Also,
0: it's funny that you when you said Cuban cigars, I was like, oh, yeah, this was like 22 years be- or 21 years before, 22, before the embargo.
1: Oh, yeah, way before. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Uh, this is when Cuba is a, an international adult playground.
0: Right, yeah. Essentially.
1: Um so a steward admitted passengers and crew through a double door airlock into the smokers lounge okay. which had a single electric lighter and made sure no one left with a lit cigarette. Or okay.
0: Pump. So they had it they, they had, had a pro-
1: they had a protocol. Yeah,
0: yeah, that seems But but even so. Well, <laughs> there's room for error.
1: <laughs> yes, there is. That honestly had nothing to do with this.
0: Oh, okay. But
1: I just thought it was an interesting it note is interesting. to have a hydrogen filled uh, balloon, balloon essentially and you could smoke inside of it.
0: <laughs> yeah, that seems a little <laughs> counterintuitive.
1: Yes. So, at 7:09 p.m., the airship made a sharp full-speed left turn to the so, west.
0: Port side turn. Mhm. Yes. To the west, so they must have been coming up north. They would have had to be yes, heading north. Yes, you're correct. Yep. Do you, do you Well, they are, sure? coming, they are coming
1: they're coming back from the shores of New Jersey, so okay. yes. Do yes. you
0: picture the United States map in your mind when you do directions?
1: No, because I, I do. I know north, south, east, and west, but I do not remember street names. I'm bad at remembering interstates. I just know how to get somewhere.
0: Yeah, well, when I think but of but I directions, but I can't but I
1: can't tell you how to get there. Right. But I can chauffeur you there, <laughs> just fine.
0: Like, like how you know you know what you'll want to get when you see it. Like when we're shopping for recliners n- today. N- no, it's dumber than that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I seriously like I I literally consider a U.S. map, and I'm like, okay, are we turning towards California or New York? Are we going towards? Oh, Minnesota, I see what you mean. In okay, I you see know? what you mean in that regard.
1: Well, that's why if we're ever on the Amazing Race. I will drive, you will coordinate. Yeah. Because the opposite would be a fucking disaster. It pretty much would. But the producers would probably get with us at some point and be like, no, you gotta switch. Yeah. It'll be great TV. Right. (laughs) 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 So, at 7-Eleven... Thank heaven. Yes. It turned back toward the landing field... And valved gas as all engines idled ahead and the airship began to Wait, slow. It
0: valved gas? Yes. What?
1: Like released pressure. Oh, oh, and oh. they're kind of going in neutral a little bit at oh, this okay. point. Just oh, just floating engine. in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Just floating, floating in. in. There was a hand gesture that you guys couldn't see.
1: That Captain was Pruss ordered all engines full of stern at seven fourteen PM.
0: Stern back. While at ba- an aden- ba-
1: ba- 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 Yes. Um, While well, at an altitude of 394 feet, so or, they were
0: not far up. No, how many meters? Uh,
1: 120. Very good. To try to break the airship, so it's it's you know coming in neutral. Okay. Releasing some pressure, and then when they're about to hit their mark, full speed to slow it down. Like how when you land on a runway, they hit the brakes real hard, oh, and the okay. flaps come open. Okay. You know. Okay. A similar procedure. Okay. Um. At 7.17 p.m., the wind shifted direction from east to southwest, and Captain Pruss ordered a second sharp-turn starboard.
0: To kind of steady it? Yes. And keep it on its course, okay. So
1: now it's making an S-shaped flight path towards the mooring mass. So it's coming in... Kind
0: of going a couple left Mm -hmm. to right. Okay.
1: At 7.18 p.m., as the final turn progressed, Captain Pruss ordered 300 and 500 kilograms of water ballast which is what they used to um, tie down once they landed. Okay. Um, In successive drops because the airship was stern heavy. So they're trying to, they're trying to, at this point, they're trying to balance the weight. Okay. The forward gas cells were also valved. As as these measures failed to bring the ship in trim, six men, three of whom... So so
0: it's tilting down on the the stern. It's not
1: coming in even.
0: It's, it's tilted up a little? Yes. Okay.
1: Tilted back.
0: Nose up. Yes, nose up. A little up. bit,
1: okay. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so six men, three of whom would later be killed in the accident, mm. were then sent to the bow to trim the airship.
0: So to try and level it, try it try out. To try to
1: level okay. it out. yep. At 7.21 p.m., while the Hindenburg was at an altitude of 295 feet, or 90 meters.
0: That's like a football field length and that's it.
1: It is, fi- Yes, it's five feet short of a fo- football field length.
0: That sounds um, like a, a, an insult to somebody. You're five feet short of a football field <laughs> length.
1: Sadly, in this case, it's the Hindenburg. <laughs> the mooring lines were dropped from the bow. The starboard line was dropped first, followed by the port line.
0: Right first, left second. Mm-hmm.
1: The port line was over-tightened as it was connected Ooh. to the post of the ground winch. Okay. So you know what I'm talking I about think there. So, yeah. They're clipping it on, okay, and then they're going to
0: right reel she, it in. Yes, of, yeah. yeah,
1: exactly. Um, the starboard line had still not been connected. A light rain began to fall as the ground crew grabbed...
0: So now, so now it's stern heavy and a little tilted to the left. Yes, oh, okay.
1: So which seemed to be not necessarily that much of a problem. Like like yeah, this is just something. Moment. And you can do, and trust me, you can do the same thing on a boat. Sometimes if you're trying Mm -hmm. to dock and Mm -hmm. the water is really choppy, you've got to fuck with...
0: Yeah, the push and pull. Oh, yeah.
1: yeah. You've got to... It's not going to be a guarantee. Okay. But if you've done it enough times, it's like, no problem. And this guy had plenty of flights, so he's just like, yeah, whatever.
0: Okay. So it didn't seem concerning at this
1: point. No, not at all. A light rain began to fall as the ground crew grabbed the mooring lines. At 7.25 p.m., A few witnesses saw the fabric ahead of the upper fin flutter as if gas was leaking. Oh, no. Others reported seeing a dim blue flame, possibly static electricity, moments before the fire on top and in the back of the ship near the point where the flames first appeared.
0: So, the back of the ship was where it first caught?
1: According to eyewitnesses. Okay. Okay. Several other eyewitnesses' eyewitness testimonies suggest that the first flame appeared on the port side just ahead of the port fin, Loft. and was followed okay. mm-hmm, and was followed by flames which burned on top. Commander Rosendahl, a vice admiral in the United States Navy, testified to the flames in front of the upper fin being mushroom shaped.
0: Huh, mushroom shaped flames. Yes,
1: meaning that it was caused by static electricity. Oh, that's is that we, that's
0: typical of mm-hmm. static? Okay.
1: One witness on the starboard side reported a fire beginning lower and behind the rudder, rudder okay. on that side.
0: I kind of would tend to go f- for the vice admiral's um, recollections.
1: Over most, uh, over every, all of these witnesses, yes, because he's probably Generally. seen something like this before. I mean, he or
0: just is yeah. trained in more observation. Yeah. I don't know.
1: Well, I mean, plenty, uh, this isn't the first time, remember, that the Hindenburg mm. has landed here. It's landed here twice before. Right. So
0: Maybe he's witnessed it before.
1: Yeah. Um, one witness on the starboard side reported a fire beginning lower and behind the rudder on okay. that side. On the, on, so
0: so there were <clears> even <throat> conflicting reports as to, as to where side. it started. Yes. Or maybe it happened simultaneously and people were just viewing it from different angles.
1: We'll get to that. Oh, okay. On board, passengers and crew heard a muffled detonation. Oh. And those in the front of the ship felt a shock as the port trail rope over-tightened in which officers in the control car initially thought the shock was caused by the rope breaking.
0: Oh, okay. I get that. Like 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 a a rebound effect. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, you've moved on from the Oktoberfest.
1: Yes, I have. Back to your
0: (laughs) national local brand or whatever.
1: National local beer. Okay more than a brand.
0: (laughs) Beer, it's more than a brand. I'll
1: take your sponsorship too, Miller Lite. And and trust me, I'm behind you 100%. (laughs) Moments later, the Hindenburg quickly became engulfed in flames. As other gas cells started to catch fire, and the gas Mm. being what?
0: Hydrogen. Mm -hmm.
1: The fire spread to the starboard side, and the ship dropped rapidly. Oh, God. Although there were cameramen from 4... Um, are these out of order?
0: No, I just printed them straight up.
1: Oh, there it is. Oh, did Sorry. it get stuck? Stuck together. From four. From I know people are four. thinking dirty thoughts, but trust me. <laughs> okay. Oh, what? I didn't get <laughs> the, that. Pa- the pages were stuck together. Oh, That's oh.
0: Yeah. Ew. <laughs> <Yeah>. No.
1: <laughs> Although there were cameramen from four newsreel teams. Oh, it-
0: yeah, the old fashioned oh, show yeah. before the movies.
1: And at least one spectator known to be filming the landing with, a, with okay. an actual... Yeah, because there is footage. Coming. You yes, can see it. There's plenty I'm of footage. I'm
0: sure it's on YouTube, yeah.
1: Well, when anybody thinks of Hindenburg, the only thing they think of it's is the when it's engulfed oh, the in humani- flames. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. why I was kind of urging people, check out the shots of it when it's over Manhattan. Right, just
0: to see what it was like, Because it's yeah. fucking huge.
1: Like, it's it's not like wow. the Goodyear blimp. The Goodyear blimp is...
0: Tiny compared to the Hindenburg. I
1: would, I would guess. I will have
0: to look up. I, yeah. d- I, d- I have not.
1: I mean, looked up it's the it's fucking huge. Wow. Um, um, so you have four newsreel teams okay. with motion picture film. Yep. You have one cameraman. But unfortunately, no known footage or photograph exists of the moment the fire uh, started.
0: Really? So mm-hmm. maybe they weren't recording. What you're yet? seeing,
1: what you're yes, exactly. What you're seeing in those news reels, and you can watch it on YouTube. Mm-hmm. You can also listen to the audio of the radio yeah, call. Yeah,
0: that's the oh, the humanity guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Um. So yeah, nobody was rolling or taking pictures until it was completely well, just done.
0: because maybe it wasn't to the point that was dramatic enough just for the normal landing. It's trying to, so it's trying to, it's trying to duck. Yeah.
1: Film's probably in that time very expensive so why yeah. are you going to take wasting. pictures of it? Yeah. yeah
0: You're going to take pictures of film.
1: the people who are going back to Germany to yeah. go to King George Or sixth? even the
0: moment of landing yeah. maybe. Yeah. yeah.
1: You're not going to take pictures of it docking. No. No. Um, so wherever they started... The flames quickly spread forward, consuming the gas cells, and the rear structure imploded. Oh. Almost instantly, two fuel tanks burst out of the hull. Oh, no. And what is the hull again? The undercarriage. Mm-hmm. As a result of the shock of the blast, buoyancy was lost on the stern of the ship.
0: Oh, buoyancy is not a good thing to lose when you're in a blimp.
1: And the bow lurched upwards while oh. the ship's back broke, while the failing stern stayed in trim somehow
0: Wait, this Okay, wait. I lost I lost it here.
1: It it's back breaks.
0: Okay. But
1: what's in place from where it broke off is somehow is still so level. It's just like this. Mhm.
0: So the the back just sort of broke off but stayed Mhm. So it wasn't nose diving down no. or or rather Not not yet. Oh. Not mm-hmm. yet. we're not done. Well, of course not, yeah. Nobody's died yet.
1: As the tail of the Hindenburg crashed into the ground, a burst of flame came out of the nose, Oh k- killing nine of the cr- 12 crew members in the bow. Mm. There was still gas in the bow section of the ship, so it continued to point upward as the stern collapsed oh. down, and there are some pretty dramatic pictures of this yeah. as well. It looks like... Um, when you go to, like, a fancy Japanese restaurant and they're cooking the food right in front of you. Mm-hmm. Have you ever been to one of oh, those? Oh, yeah, yeah. You know how he does the rice thing oh, with the, the volcano? volcano? hmm That's almost what this looks like.
0: Benihana. We used to go to Benihana. I've
1: never been to one of those. Time. I
0: don't but, think they're in business anymore.
1: I think it... Wasn't that, like, a West Coast thing or something? No, they were in Miami. Were they? Mm-hmm. Okay. But looking at the pictures, like, that's what it looked like to me. Oh, wow. It was just... It's just sitting there still the nose, just shooting out flames.
0: Wow. So the people who died, I'm assuming they just got engulfed in flames.
1: Yes, and just in the wrong place at the whatever, right time. And, like, and like I said earlier, I hinted to earlier, I don't have any stories on
0: the who survived, survived yeah. or how.
1: Yeah. Uh, and there wasn't really a whole lot of information about that because okay. I looked for it. Maybe but because
0: of the time.
1: It, well, Just the whole, like, I, I don't even know how anybody survived this at all, Yeah. Right. much less half the people. Right. yeah. Um,
0: yeah. You're going to get to the Oath of Humanity guy, right? Yes, okay. I will.
1: Yes. Um, so, again, there was still gas in the bow section of the ship, so it continued to point upwards as the stern collapsed down. The gas cell behind the passenger decks ignited as the side collapsed inward. Oh, God. And the
0: How s- did anybody survive this shit?
1: In the scarlet lettering, reading Hindenburg. Oh, was erased by the flames as the bow descended.
0: Oh, that's so dramatic.
1: At this point, most of the fabric on the hull had also burned away, and the bow finally crashed to the ground. Oh. Although the hydrogen had finished burning, the Hindenburg's diesel fuel burned oh. for several more hours.
0: Okay, yeah.
1: The time that it took from the first signs of a fire to the bow crashing to the ground is often reported as 32, 34, or 37 seconds.
0: You know what? Frankly, Good. Like, because it was not going to turn out well, so it needed to be over as quick as possible.
1: Yeah. Since none of the newsreel cameras were filming the airship when the fire started, right. the time of the start can only be estimated yeah. by eyewitness accounts. Yeah.
0: Some which of, are notoriously unreliable because we're human mm-hmm. and it's hard to estimate yeah. that stuff.
1: Some of the duralumin, which is a huh Duralumin,
0: uh-huh. <laughs> duralumin mm-hmm. an H... Hardenable aluminum alloy. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. From the framework was salvaged and shipped back to Germany, where it was recycled and used in the construction of military aircraft for the Luftwaffe.
0: Oh, God, no!
1: As were the frames of the LZ-127 Graf Zeppelin and the LZ-130 Graf Zeppelin two, when both were scrapped in 1940.
0: Yeah, well, um, metal was pretty precious back then, so...
1: Well, aluminum was... Um, I don't know if I've mentioned this before. My father worked in an aluminum plant.
0: Oh, on the air, yeah. I'm not sure. Um, On the air, like on on the fucking live radio. (laughs) On the pod.
1: (laughs) But yes, where I grew up, we had um,
0: an aluminum plant. plant. Alcoa.
1: Yes. Um, That's where everybody worked. Um,
0: It was a plant town.
1: Yes. Um, During World War II, uh, that plant was apparently heavily guarded.
0: Because it was so, so, aluminum made, was it such a made precious Made
1: aluminum. Wow. Yes. And was on the Atlantic coast, essentially. Mm. Wouldn't take long for German planes to, to get there from the coast.
0: Right, because during World War II, we had no idea whether... We didn't know that we would make it out of World War II without anybody other than that the Japanese bombing. Pearl German Harbor. planes
1: coming over to bomb America never happened. Right, but, but it but was they certainly were, But it, concerned. Was, it was a fucking war plan yep. for if it did happen, yep. For, yep. for damn sure. So... Um, so yeah, this seems to be like, I looked up, I, I didn't want to go down the rabbit hole of Duralumin. Okay. But, um, it seemed to be like kind of a precious material as in how, cause it's a hardened, <laughs> elu- so it took okay. time to process. Okay. Gotcha. So it wasn't, that's why they it scrapped wasn't it. wasn't
0: typical. That's in- why
1: they scrapped it, recycled it and put it into new stuff. Cause it was rare earth stuff. Kind of
0: sad that the Hindenburg, the tragedy of the Hindenburg was reborn as
1: Luftwaffe. As, as a lift yeah. So now we're in the aftermath. Uh oh. The disaster was well documented because of the combination of many news crews having been on site at the time of the airship exploding and the significant, significant mm-hmm. extent of newsreel coverage and photographs, as well as Herbert Morrison's eyewitness radio report for station oh. WLS in Chicago, mm. which was broadcast the next day. It was not broadcast oh, live.
0: Uh, okay. All right.
1: Hardly anything was broadcast. Live yeah,
0: fair at enough. This time. Fair enough. The
1: only th- the only things that were were in studio. If you, no, if you could get it locally over like a ham radio or something. Oh, like oh, that. oh yeah,
0: sure that you yes. could pick up on the mm-hmm. on the airwaves. Yeah,
1: but yeah, nothing. There, were, there was really, I think, a national broadcast at this point was mm-hmm. non-existent, mm-hmm. or in its certainly in its infancy. Mm-hmm. Um, Morrison's broadcast remains one of the most famous in history, yep. due to his statement. Say it with me.
0: Uh, oh, the, the humanity! humanity! In his transatlantic accent.
1: And like, the more I researched it, and the more I thought about it, uh-huh. I'm like, yeah. What else would you say? It. If you're there, it's actually fucking kind of, watching it, it's and actually
0: kind of smelling poignant. it, and it's it's a it's a very um like. It's a poignant thing to say. It's it's a eloquent thing to say.
1: Yeah. Because, like, like, these are fucking people dying.
0: See, see what I would say, was, holy fuck, or yeah, holy that's probably shit. What I, that's probably what I would say. But, oh, the humanity is so much more eloquent. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, when you were describing what was happening, I was thinking of this reporter being there, and I have heard this on um, this many, radio. Many
1: people have. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and you, and, Go to YouTube. You can hear it right now. But I heard
0: it back when I was like 12 or 13. So I went through, like as a preteen and teenager, I was big into like nostalgia. So I was big into the 40s and the 50s when I was a kid. And I remember I had like these old tapes, because yeah, that's how old I am, of (laughs) um, famous radio broadcasts.
1: Tapes are coming back. (laughs) <laughs> or maybe they've come back and since gone, and gone away, away again. <laughs> so I don't know. <laughs> something Something happened with tapes for a second there.
0: For a hot minute. Um... But it was, like, famous radio broadcasts, and I heard the original War of the Worlds. Um, oh, yeah, I've, I've heard that, too.
1: Which is really fucking good.
0: It, it, for, yeah. It's really good. Yeah, it is. It is. But... Imagine,
1: the, imagine hearing that... I
0: know, right? ...live,
1: and you're yeah. like, what the fuck? Like... It, it would be
0: the equivalent of, like, turning on CNN and seeing them... And seeing like, 9-11? Report, yeah. Except, this, mm, except, except 9-11 itself.
1: was fucking real. Yeah. But, yeah.
0: Um, But I, I remember, you know, hearing... It, and there was like his lead up to it was just all the, oh, and it's such a lovely day here, That's you know. the thing know? is that there
1: was, was there, was a, there was a narrative, there was a buildup, there was Absolutely. a. Absolutely. Hey, it's. And a then
0: a sudden. Sunny and,
1: skies, you and know. And this
0: guy had to describe what was going on while
1: and he, he does, was. and he does. He does, in very his well. Broadcast.
0: While he was personally going through the horror of witnessing dozens of people dying. I mean, yeah. and he had to have known that that was happening. I'm sure like he some, thought... someone's not making it out of that alive.
1: I'm sure he thought, like, everyone who was witnessing it thought, who I have... Which I have always thought, that everybody was dead.
0: Yeah. I, I mm-hmm. don't
1: understand... How
0: people survive. I really don't.
1: Um, I did go into some... I did read some stuff about mm-hmm. uh, People Jumped. Stuff like that, but I'm like, yeah. but how did they survive that jump? And yeah,
0: the fault. Maybe uh, well, they, maybe they. Besnablovich, who we covered on Christmas, but I'm, like I'm survived. thinking maybe
1: they just went down the cables or something or whatever. I guess
0: that's but pos- but the majority of people yeah. actually survived.
1: Yeah, they did.
0: That's stunning. But yeah, that I so like as much as i you know sort of jokingly mock and say oh the humanity like the reporting is actually very moving and very it's, it's completely
1: in the compelling. moment yes. completely in the moment
0: and he managed to to report while not being a, a cold bastard like he was he was clearly affected by it and that that i find i find that very um, effective like you, it was a really
1: not to bring this up again but <laughs> but anyway
0: you bring up battlefield one
1: no 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 um, more. no. no oh. if you if you want to listen to sadly because we oh, most of us our age at least and older and mm-hmm. plenty of people younger witnessed it for ourselves on TV. It just mattered what channel you're watching. if you go back because you can watch live coverage of 9/11 oh, yeah. on all the major mm-hmm. networks as it happened.
0: The second Go. plane, especially oh, like yeah. everyone, but they cut to the it
1: second. before the second plane.
0: Oh yeah, 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 yeah. As, as soon as the first plane. If aired.
1: you want to listen to eloquent coverage of a fucking catastrophe, mm-hmm. listen to Peter Jennings on ABC. Yeah, he puts it in the moment. Yeah, and you can tell he's <clears throat>
0: affected. But you can still. tell he's
1: watching it. Um, as a broadcaster and also as a fucking human being,
0: that's that's he's, a tough he's walking, balance
1: to strike. He's walking that line, and you can tell yeah. how he's talking about it.
0: Yeah, it, so. that's that's funny. That's a tough balance to strike because I'll say I think I tend to to um uh, bend more cold on things, like
1: not you, <laughs>
0: <laughs> but I, I don't know, like. I kind of tend to—it's not a poker face thing. It's just genuinely, like, maybe it's from all the disasters we've covered, but, like, literal, almost literally anything is possible, basically, mm. is what I've learned. Yeah. So very little surprises me. Sure. So, like, when my friend was telling me about how on her honeymoon her husband died of a heart attack— but she brought him back to life with CPR yeah. like while she okay, was that happens while she was telling me i was like expression neutral and i kind of felt relatively neutral too because my thing was more like okay let's let her finish telling this Let's let her guide how we should all feel about this. Yeah, but, Let's let this be about her.
1: Then, then we'll react.
0: Then, yeah we'll, yeah, we'll react accordingly. But, yeah, I so I admire people who, like, are able to have a human reaction, but are still, like, but there are a bunch of other people out there having a reaction oh, yeah. who need a, a, a guiding, calm presence. Who need reassurance. Able, a, a presence <laughs> yeah. that's able to... To report Just get them on through. this, and obviously, this in the case of the Hindenburg, the reporter was very affected by it. You can hear the emotion in his voice. Oh, certainly. And he's not trying to hide that, no. but he is still reporting, mm-hmm. which is very admirable. Yeah. I find that, yeah, I find that really impressive. Carry on.
1: <laughs> Due to the newsreels and photographs, along with Morrison's passionate reporting, yeah, shattered public and industry support in airships. And marked the end of the giant passenger-carrying ships. Yeah. Also contributing to their demise was the arrival of international passenger air yeah. travel on, say it with me, heavier-than-air oh, huh. aircraft that regularly crossed the Atlantic and Pacific at much faster speeds.
0: Right. I was going to say, what do you think the the status of um, airships would be now? They would have been become obsolete. Basically, yeah. It wasn't efficient.
1: What they are now is the Goodyear Blimp. Yeah. It's a novelty. It doesn't serve any purpose other than a high camera angle over a stadium.
0: Yeah, a high camera angle and and advertising. Yeah. Like like a floating billboard.
1: That's it. So, And that's, compared to the other technology in the air, that's kind of where it should be. Yeah. (laughs) There are things that we've... that have gone to the moon by sheer efficiency
0: it's been (laughs) surpassed many times over.
1: but it is kind of interesting Mm -hmm. that in a sense it's still around again a blimp and a zeppelin is they're not the same thing
0: no but they
1: are they are first cousins yeah yeah for sure um so obviously what caused this tragedy yeah still to this day
0: it's Remains
1: a controversy. Well,
0: because it was only wi- eyewitnesses and not.
1: And you're at, we're not doing forensics no. in 1937. Well,
0: not great. But
1: things. there is one pretty unanimous theory.
0: Okay. I
1: will also get into some of the other the non- theories. So
0: unanimous theories. Yes.
1: So, of course, there are many different theories as to what caused the tragedy. I'm not going to go down the roads of any of these next ones I mention. I'm just going, just going to men- mention. I gotcha. Them. So. Um, There is a theory of engine failure, lightning, incendiary paint, which would mean flammable paint, puncturing, and of course, with the rise of the Nazi party, coinciding Uh, with this time, sabotage.
0: Sabotage! Saboteur. Yeah, well, which we would call terrorism today. That's, mm-hmm. Isn't that interesting?
1: Same thing. It used yeah, to be called
0: sabotage. S- now it's now it's terrorism.
1: It's a s- for the well,
0: right? Terrorism
1: it- has to deal with a religious philosophy. Sabotage, really? Yes, it does. Always. It's under a religious or governmental, ideology,
0: religious or political.
1: political ideology. Well,
0: well, sabotage. Sabotage is essentially,
1: yeah. I guess without the religious, I don't know.
0: But, 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 but you're probably right. A war on terror is a lot more effective than a war on sabotage. Yeah, because people would be thinking,
1: like, we're on a we're in a war with the Beastie Boys? What?
0: <laughs> is that a Beastie Boys song or something? <laughs> of course, course it is. It's
1: probably their biggest song. I'm
0: younger than you are. That's, well, I do okay. you... No, their biggest song is Fight for Your Right to Party. Maybe. Oh, 100%. I don't
1: know. It's don't literally know. the
0: only song I know of theirs.
1: You would know sabotage if I played it. it that's, that's a toss-up. That's actually...
0: I think mean, it's fight for your we life. could
1: do, We could do a whole podcast on just that alone. <laughs> but we won't.
0: No,
1: not now. <laughs> not, not right now. Not for, our, not for our poor listeners' sake.
0: They're like, oh, come <laughs> the just, fuck on. Hurry just, up. Please.
1: Please Get end this it. over with. Please end it. So almost 80 years of research and scientific tests support the same More conclusion. More than
0: 80 at this point. Yes,
1: 81. Yeah. Support the same conclusion reached by the original German and American accident invention. Accident Investigations in 1937. It seems clear that the Hindenburg disaster was caused by an electrostatic discharge that ignited leaking hydrogen. Proponents of this hypothesis point out that the airship's skin was not constructed in a way that allowed its charge to, deb- to be uh-huh. distributed evenly throughout the aircraft.
0: So is this... Kind of sorta along the lines of how you're supposed to discharge static if you Oh li- yes in your a car little a
1: little bit yes a little while bit You're
0: gassing up. Mm-hmm. okay.
1: In order to make up for the delay of more than 12 hours in its transatlantic flight, mm-hmm. the Hindenburg passed through a weather front of high humidity and electrical charge.
0: Which would be conducive to static electricity.
1: Although the mooring lines were not wet, when okay. they first hit the ground, and the ignition would not occur for another four minutes, it is theorized that they became wet in those four oh. minutes.
0: Oh, well, if it was raining or rainy, or it had been raining and the ground was wet. Yes.
1: Or? Well, they just they had to fly around New Jersey to avoid the storm system. So the ropes so could have
0: been getting wet. Yes. Yeah.
1: When they were docking. Yeah. While they were docking, because a okay. docking process with this thing, it's not like one or two minutes. It takes a little bit of time. Mm-hmm. So it is theorized um, that the mooring lines became wet in those four minutes between okay. when it first started to dock and when the there was a, a that fire seemed, that was first noticed. That
0: certainly seems plausible.
1: When the ropes were connected to the frame, they would have grounded the frame, Yeah, but not the skin Causing Whoa. an electrical charge because there was too much space between the skin and the skeletal structure.
0: There was so space between the skin and the skeletal structure. How does we're, that work? We're talking
1: like millimeters of space. Like it's so not. It
0: would only need a tiny yes. bit of space. Yes. And what
1: they're saying is, there's the way it's constructed. Uh-huh. If there is some sort of a charge, it can't be distributed evenly. So oh, it's oh, just okay, kind of. So it's
0: more about the even distribution.
1: And it's just kind of sitting there. Okay. And if it gets disrupted, then.
0: It ignites.
1: Mm-hmm. So, okay. seeking the quickest way to the ground... Okay. ...the spark would have jumped from the skin back onto the metal framework...
0: Uh-huh.
1: ...igniting the leaking hydrogen.
0: Okay. So, there
1: was also, of course, tied into this, the there theory that there
0: leaky was... a hi- So, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I could see how they wouldn't be able to... Conclusively you determine can't.
1: that. I mean, you can't. Especially, like, you maybe could, even not today, probably but probably couldn't then. do it today, and yeah. especially not back then.
0: Yeah.
1: So that's why I'm saying there are. If you,
0: it's there's speculation. I
1: always yeah. basically implore anybody who's listened to any topic of topic of ours to go out and do your own research because yeah. there are a lot yeah. of things that we leave out.
0: We sure do. For especially like. Um, lesser considered theories and stuff like well, for the, that. those we, we don't go super into conspiracy no, and stuff like that. If, no. Trust
1: me. I mean, if I wanted to go into, you could do a five-episode
0: deep dive on the Hindenburg
1: on just what caused the accident, yeah. if you wanted to. I mean, oh, you could. Oh, I know.
0: I know. It's so, like that with like just about every bit yeah. of... Yeah. Yeah.
1: And because there's no clear-cut, like, nothing, none of this ever went to court, anything like that. So there's no so there was, clear cut. So there were no cut. criminal
0: charges. There's no, no testimony.
1: Nothing. There's there's eyewitness accounts to newspapers. Yeah. That's all there is.
0: So ultimately as as it was kind of like, well, I guess this was far earlier than like huge civil litigation and stuff. So there was really no big fallout legally over this? Not
1: necessarily. I mean, the company still survived after this, although yes. not much when longer. Oh, oh yeah. was,
0: wait, what? The Zeppelin GMBH? Lush- uh,
1: Luftschiffbau Zeppelin. GmbH.
0: I was close. I got the GmbH part.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so there is a memorial. Uh. Which is a good thing.
0: Yeah.
1: The actual site of the Hindenburg crash is at Naval Air Station Lakehurst, which has since okay. been renamed Naval Air Engineering Station Lakehurst.
0: Okay, let's add a couple words.
1: It is marked with a chain outlined pad and bronze plaque where the airship's gondola landed. It was dedicated mm-hmm. on May 6, 1987, the 50th anniversary wow. of the disaster. It took
0: 50 years to get a memorial. Well, I mean, I guess World War II. It was the Depression era already, yeah. and then World War II, yeah. so it took some time, yeah. There was a lot of tragedy to There's be There's a lot of stuff by, going on. Yeah.
1: But there is a memorial, which I think is yeah, important. Yeah, it is good. Hangar number one, which still stands, is okay. where the airship was to be housed after the landing. Oh. It was designated a registered historic landmark oh. in 1968. Oh. And thats Wow. ...is the story...
0: Wow. ...of the
1: Hindenburg tragedy.
0: Wow. That was a good one. I mean a good, terrible one. Terrible, good one.
1: Well, there is... There's a lot of history on... Aircraft itself, I felt, which I yeah. felt kind of fascinated by. Yeah, um, I never would have known that semi-rigid or I'm sorry, rigid aircraft took flight mm-hmm. before.
0: Yeah, A heavier than heavier air-
1: than air aircraft. aircraft, and I didn't even know there were there were those designations. Right, that's so, what they were called. Yeah, but obviously there would be. There are two different types of
0: very different types, yeah, of
1: vessel, so yeah. to speak. But. Um, yeah, again, like, this was one that I just I just knew it happened. That's right. as, That's as much mm-hmm. as I knew about it. And to go into the, the detail of it and right. how it happened and what led up to it was...
0: Yeah, wow. And plus, this is at
1: a time of, I mean, soon-to-be-growing international strife. This is in 1937, uh, less than two years from that date. Uh, there would be a Second World War happening.
0: You know, it's funny. I, I do feel like a lot of really horrible things got sometimes get kind of buried Just because overlooked. they were so close to other horrible things.
1: More horrible things. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. With I mean, 35 people. Wait, how many? Um, 36, I believe. 36 yeah. people dying. It was eclipsed by millions of people dying in yeah. war. So, yeah. I mean, it does not affect at all the tragedy of, of those 36 people dying and, and
1: the funny thing in those Hindenburg over Manhattan photos mm-hmm. one of the one of the first things I noticed was on the Finns mm-hmm. uh, there was the Nazi flag on both the finns and what what really? yes and what a
0: Jesus uh,
1: what a foreshadowing mm-hmm. of what was to come. A Nazi flag above man. It never got that far.
0: No. But
1: that's where but that's where it was going.
0: And then a sort of an interesting allegory, it crashed and burned.
1: Yeah. I mean, it was, like, that was the first. Fr- There's was like, some
0: poet poetry in that. I was going to say poeticism. Poetry. But, yeah, it was just <laughs> like, yeah,
1: people in Manhattan were so excited to see this thing wow. that would potentially dominate their lives in the next couple of that years. That could have
0: if it had ended up man in the high castle or whatever. Yeah.
1: I mean, it's it's that's kind of fascinating to me. It I don't is, know. I don't yeah, know why. It is.
0: Well, because it's sort of an alternate reality. Like imagine
1: seeing idea. like a fucking Saudi Arabian blimp like a year before nine eleven happened. Be mm-hmm. mm-hmm. like,
0: okay, like like this is cool. Yeah. yeah. Wow.
1: But um. Yeah. But it was a. Uh, it was a... F- <laughs> I, fun. I'm using the word fun. <laughs> Yeah. Objectively. We
0: know that when we say good and yes. fun, we don't mean It was a
1: fun topic to research. Mm-hmm. And I, I hope uh, I hope I got across
0: the things that
1: the things that I thought were interesting for people to learn.
0: You did an excellent job,
1: thank yes. you. You're welcome.
0: So that was the story of the Hindenburg.
1: And this has been another Nope. Oh, It is not your turn. I'm just so used to doing it.
0: That's right. This has been another episode (laughs) (laughs) of All Bad Things. I'm Rachel. And I'm David. And we'll see you next week.